Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Blackfoot Communications is actively supporting the communities we serve across Montana and Idaho. We are installing hundreds of miles of fiber in our service territories, increasing the broadband experience in our rural communities. We are delivering remote workforce solutions for our business communities. We are creating new, innovative solutions for our local entrepreneurs and enterprise organizations. Learn how your company can benefit. Call today at 541-5000 or go to blackfootbusiness.com. Blackfoot Communications Connect to more. What up, Montana? Dance yourself clean indeed. Got a message from a colleague today. Uh, North Dakota used to be in the Big Sky Conference, as most people remember. And University of North Dakota, that is, which is in Grand Forks. But last night, Guns N' Roses was in Fargo. I used to do uh, appearances on a podcast with some guys. Uh, UND Football 360, I would appear on their podcast every once in a while. When UND was still in the Big Sky Conference, so I got to know those guys a little bit. And they tweeted and tagged me today, um, basically talking about the Guns N' Roses show last night in Fargo. The tweet said, quote, PSA to all Grizz football fans and those around Missoula and Montana. If you want to have an unbelievable time, go to Guns N' Roses tomorrow. That's Friday at Washington Grizz. Axel and Slash were off the charts good last night in Fargo. That's great news. I loved Guns N' Roses as a kid. Uh, They're a little bit before my generation because they were most famous in the late 80s, and I was born in the late 1980s. But I gained an affinity for them, and I just loved them when I was a kid. And uh, from the music videos to just sort of the legend of Axel Rose and Slash, so I'm really looking forward to tomorrow night, and I hope you are too. If you are attending the concert, or even if you're not, come hang out with us. We'll be broadcasting to you 
first on Jack FM, then on ESPN Missoula, live from the Chamber of Commerce parking lot from 2 to 6 p.m. tomorrow. And Regime Seabrook will be riding with me. Tommy Evans will be uh, rolling with us as well. And uh, a bunch of us from Missoula Broadcasting Company will be down there uh, helping you ring in what should be one of the great concerts of the year at Washington Grizzly Stadium, Guns N' Roses. So come check us out and uh, come hang out with us. Listen to Nuanez now, 1029 ESPN Missoula, SWX Montana Television, one-stop shop for all things sports. Talk a little music around here from time to time as well. If you missed anything in the first hour of the show, some fun guests. We heard from Freddie Banks, Montana State Defensive Coordinator. We also heard from Garrett Middleton. He's one of the guys heading up the Bitterroot Celtic Games and Gathering at the Daily Mansion next weekend, a great event with all sorts of unorthodox excuse me, and uh, sort of old-school Scottish-style sports. So if you want something cool to do with your family and uh, friends, go check out that Bitterroot Celtic Games Gathering next weekend. And then we also heard from Joey Lovell, the most recent winner of the Montana Men's State Am Golf Championship. It happened here at Canyon River. You can find everything from the first hour of Nuanas Now Today on the podcast. Podcast is available on all of your podcast hosting platforms, N-U-A-N-E-Z. Please rate, review, subscribe. It is proudly presented by Blackfoot Communications, The Wingate by Wyndham Hotel, and Sports Bet Montana. So I spent three hours on Zoom last night uh, learning about the uh, French origin of the word mortgage. It means something along the lines of death tax or something like that. Because uh, basically when you buy a house, or at least when you used to buy a house, uh, that was it for you. Uh, you're going to live in that house for the rest of your life and be in debt for the rest of your life. But uh, that's here nor there. I also got my windshield shattered by a football uh, at Grizz practice. I mean, if that isn't <laughs> like destiny, I don't know what is. I know. That's why I'm not even mad. I put it on Twitter or just laughing because the guy that's been to more football practices than anybody in town should know where to park. I should have not been lazy and parked right below the field goals. Yeah, I mean, that's just... It's full karma. I fully deserve it. I'm fully willing to pay a full like price. But it's also, like, poetic. I mean... It, it is, too, because the University of Montana currently has a kicker competition going on, and we're going to talk kickers here on The Chick Who Doesn't Know Sports. Carolyn's been gone for a while. She was... Uh, Wait, you were in Chicago, not Canada. I'm used, usually, you're going to foreign countries, but you were not oh, in yes, a foreign I'm country. Oh, yes, I'm always just jet-setting all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> the only foreign countries I've ever been to are Canada and Mexico. Well, and, you know, you go to this foreign country called Prospect about 1 p.m. every Watch it. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, there's like 5,000 houses up there. I think you're okay. Regardless, Carolyn's back in action, and uh, this is the Chick Who Doesn't Know Sports. I believe our first Chick Who Doesn't Know Sports of the month of August. Summer yes. is flying by. I don't even want to talk about it. Your older boy is at high school orientation. This has to be a heart-wrenching moment for a mother. I dropped him off yesterday. Also, his high school is across the street from his former preschool. And mm. I, my heart like went into my throat. <laughs> and then I was, I, fi- I was fine. I held it together. And then there's a little parent orientation. And I went in there and saw... Mm three moms that all of our kids were in kindergarten together mm. and I just about lost it. But I did not cry in public. Well, that's good. I'm proud of you for not crying in public. Thank you. Um, it's ben, I don't know Ben well, but I, he does seem so young to be in high school. I've had a full beard when I was that age. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's a me problem, not a him problem. Um, he's got a little mustache. Uh, oh, that's good. Yeah. Well, okay. He'd be yeah. so mad at me for saying that. <laughs> I remember my dad used to start shaving my mustache when I was like 10 years old. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, just, you, you got it. You're looking. 10? 
Jesus. It, well, I don't, look at my beard. Come on. I, I got it's It's genetic. Regardless. Carol, you've been gone for a couple weeks. So a lot of things have happened since you've been gone, including the end of the Olympics and uh, some exciting news here as well, which we're going to get to. Uh, but all, just take us through what's been going on. How's your trip to Chicago, first and foremost? My trip was great. Um, I was a little nervous because, you know, the Cubs did their big... Uh, you know, trade off. <laughs> yeah, right yeah, before yeah, yeah, yeah. They did decimated their entire roster to the uh, just complete uh, despondence of their entire fan base. Yeah, people were not happy. But once we got to the city, um, well, the Crosstown Classic was going on while we were there, which is the Cubs versus the Sox. And then, of course, the Cubs lost it all. I'm not sure what their plan was with this when they have really good players, but I don't know what I'm talking about. So maybe they have a great master plan. Well, here's the thing. is In some sports, there's salary caps. And so when your moment in time has passed and guys are starting to get a little bit older and they're on big contracts, you get rid of them because then you try to reload with younger players because you have to fit into the scope of a salary cap. There's no salary cap in baseball. And you're the freaking Chicago Cubs. You play 81 games in Chicago that are going to at Wrigley Field. You're going to sell out every single time. You're going to yeah. be on TV. You have all the money in the world. So there's no money concerns. So it was really dumb what they did. I don't know. I've never, I haven't heard any good justification because you could say, okay, Anthony Rizzo and Chris Bryant get a little old. Uh, Javi Baez is one of the best shortstops in baseball. He's also only 27. He's also so marketable and fun to watch. It was dumb. Bad moves by the Cubs. So I, I fully feel for their fan base, and I fully understand why they're mad. Yeah, I was going to buy some Cubs gear, and then I didn't out of protest. That's good. I'm <laughs> just kidding. It was just really expensive on Michigan Avenue. Oh, but of still, no, I mean, whatever. I, I'll i still, I'll be a Cubs fan forever, so it doesn't really matter. I don't, I didn't even know who they traded, to be honest. Well, the Chai Sox are doing good. I you, will, you, no, you, I will never. Why? Why can't you go I don't the know. I just can't. I think that's so funny. It's like you're either a Cubs fan or a Sox fan, and I... I was offered Sox tickets, and I said, no, let me just put it that way. I wow. just couldn't do it. Wow, even to watch one of the better teams in baseball. There's a kid from Missoula on this White Sox. I don't care. <laughs> That's what <I'm> good. <laughs> good. Chicken Doesn't Know Sports. New on is now. Our good friend Carolyn joining us in studio here. What else you got? All right. Well, I need to get to the Olympics. I know I missed last week, and I know I am uh, a little late, but I do have to t- talk about something that's really important. Sure. So during the Olympics and before the Olympics, there was a lot of talk about the female athletes' um, attire. Yes. The the gymnastics, the German gymnastics team wore those like, you know, full body unitards and people were up in arms about the volleyball team and their little bikini bottoms and blah, blah, blah. Well, I don't think people really were paying attention to the men's track. Okay, what was going on in men's It was track? a real battle of the bulge. You know <laughs> oh, oh my gosh, we're going to get in trouble today. Okay. And by surprise, which this caught me by surprise, Norway won the gold medal, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, sure. Not in running. Okay. <laughs> we're already getting in massive trouble here. Why? Uh, okay, carry on. I, I can't wait for the punchline. I'm not going any further. I want everyone to use their imagination. You know what I'm talking about. Yes. I found it. I mean, I can't believe people weren't offended by that. I, I just think that everybody needs to stop being so offended. I think we should look at, we can, here's the thing that we need to return to. You can look at and admire the human body of either gender of human or any gender of human, all of the genders, the thems and the theys and everybody in between, without sexualizing it. 
I one of the best parts of the Olympics is admiring the bodies of the athletes. I agree. Of all shapes and sizes, I look at the guys just as much as the girls. I think some of those shot put guys are some of the most crazy looking guys they've ever seen. If you saw the memes about the canoe or the I don't know, there was some guy. It was it canoeing or something. I don't know. All these friends of mine were posting. These like shots of this guy, sure, and he had a, a lovely physique. Well, right. I am the, not the offended admiration. by any of this. I am just saying, if we are going to be offended by girls in tight shorts, sure. maybe we should talk about the guys sure. and the outline of their shorts. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Hey, it's it, it's all good. I guess the point is that we've regressed from the point of embracing our instinctual nature. I mean, there's a reason why all the statues in Rome were of people that were naked or almost naked. I mean, admiring the human body is part of being human. Yeah, I, I don't care. I, this we, is just need, we just need to get over the sexualization of it. Like, just because this girl or this man or whoever it is has a beautiful physique, it doesn't mean it has to be sexually commentated, regardless. Okay, Carol. Did I offend you? <laughs> no, not I feel at all. like I did. No, I think everybody else just needs to be less offended. I just it drives me freaking crazy that the number one storyline out of the Olympics every day is this controversy, right. this no, I this agree. offensive thing. Simone Biles' mental health, or this transgender weightlifter, or this lady who used to be pregnant, and blah blah blah. It's like, dude, why can't we just watch them do sports? <laughs> That's well, the whole point. I do think there's something to be said about some of these. Athlete, these female athletes how just the, gave birth. How about and the gal who ran in the 800 meters pregnant. while pregnant? That, that is amazing. A spectacular. That, that, that was amazing. I was eating donuts and <laughs> eating coffee cake and not running when I was pregnant. Yes, no doubt. Chick who doesn't know sports, good friend Carolyn joining us here in studio, in studio uh, on Nuanas now. Okay, what else you got? So OJ Simpson, have you heard? Uh, well, uh, this is actually funny that you bring this up. Um, I was discussing with a, a friend the concept of, of why sometimes we gravitate towards watching things that we've watched a million times. And sometimes it's when we have anxiety or we, you know, sort of stressed out about something. You just want to watch something. It's like, you know, so many women watch Friends. They've seen Friends yeah. a million times. You know what's going to happen. You still just put it on because it's just something to have on. Grey's Anatomy, whatever. I don't know why. This probably says a lot about my <laughs> psychology. Oh boy. But the thing I put on is OJ Made in America. And it was a rainy day on Sunday, and uh, I was having a little bit of relaxation time, and I had gone to Wilco the night before. I was feeling a little tired, a little hungover. So I put on OJ Made in America and watched the first three episodes. Anybody is this the one that was... Um, it's the, the Academy Award-winning documentary all about OJ Simpson, is it, his whole journey. John Travolta was in... Oh, no, no, no. That's the People versus OJ Simpson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was okay. like a sort of... Fictional show based on real events with actors playing yeah. those guys. Now, O.J. Married in America it was an Academy Award-winning documentary, five-part doc series about O.J. Simpson and his his tale from Los Angeles to USC to the Buffalo Bills to the most famous spokesperson in America to then a murderer. And uh, it overlays race in America better than any other documentary I've perhaps ever seen. I would actually suggest everybody watch it. I think it should be required watching in school because I think that that's how profound the analysis of race in America is in the documentary, but regardless, uh, funny. So what is OJ doing now? Well, you now? just really brought me down because it was just supposed to be funny. <laughs> okay. And now you're making okay. it serious. Okay, what's OJ doing OJ now? OJ Simpson said he, I think he moved back to LA. Okay, and he he's not said, in prison anymore? No, he I was can't, in Florida for a while. I can't and, keep up. Anyway, he said he's really nervous eating, going to restaurants in L.A. You know why? Why? Because he might be sitting next to the person who murdered. Oh, my God. Nicole Brown Simpson. This guy. 
He is so delusional that he actually thinks people <sighs> believe this. Well, he's and obviously Goldman, so I delusional. Sure I, I mean, he... <laughs> we got to be careful here, but... Yeah, of course he's delusional. That's what this documentary is all about. How did OJ become so delusional? Well, he, he was put on this crazy pedestal. I mean, he yeah. he was removed. Man, it, it's just so fascinating because he's from the same era as so many of the the most prominent black athletes that fought for so many different things. Muhammad Ali got his title strip and went to jail, while OJ Simpson's running through airports with doing Hertz commercials. Those are great ads. He didn't have to sacrifice anything like Jim right, Brown right. and these guys did. And that's why he's so crazy. Well, I just um, hope he doesn't sit next to the person who <laughs> murdered his ex-wife and Ron Goldman oh, because, um, you know, he'd probably slit their ro- throats too. <laughs> just don't sit next to a mirror, I guess, OJ. And you <laughs> that's won't what sit I next said. To the murderer. God. Anyway, I, the, the, the day that he goes away is going to be, it's not a day too soon. We'll just leave it at that. Yeah. Okay, Carolyn, what else you got? Dennis Schroeder. Dennis Schroeder, yeah, very good. So, Lakers. Cool hair. I yeah. thought you were talking to me. I no. was like, oh, thanks. They have great hair too, but um, uh, Dennis Schroeder has cool hair. He was offered $84 million. He was, indeed. By the Lakers. Yes, he was. For four years. Yep. He turned it down to be a free agent. Yep. And just signed for one year with the Celtics for $5.3 million. Yes. Who is his manager, and will they be fired? So this is a little bit more complicated. Um, Dennis Schroeder wants to be the man or be among the men on on a on a team. He he has a very unique personality. He's uh, German, and he's one of the best German players in in the NBA. And uh, he was a, an up and coming star for the Atlanta Hawks, and then. Uh, was good for the Oklahoma City Thunder and pretty good for the Los Angeles Lakers. But then the Lakers traded for Russell Westbrook, meaning Dennis Schroeder was going to have a diminished role on the Lakers. But also, this was an offseason filled with point guard roulette. There was basically uh, 11 point guards that were uh, in the caliber of getting this four-year, $84 million deal, which is like the second tier of, of what the contracts are available and it, w- it was going to be a race to the finish. You knew as soon as Luka Doncic and Trey Young signed their rookie deals and then Reggie Jackson signed, then the spots were going to fill up and the money was going to be gone, and that's exactly what happened to Dennis Schroeder. So now uh, it's an interesting deal because you're right. On the surface, it looks as if he made a bad move by not signing the $84 million contract, which hard to argue. But the one-year $5.9 million deal makes it so that he'll – he's basically betting on himself. Yeah. He's basically saying, I'm going to play this one year for the Celtics – I'm going to be the dude for the Celtics, and then I'm going to go get a max contract. It's a gigantic roll of the dice because he could break his ankle or not right. have a good year or whatever. But if it works out, it's going to be one of the great um, gambles ever because he'll be a $100 million player if he does if he does it right. Well, I'm rooting for him because I know I figured if you were willing to give up $84 million guaranteed to take a chance on yourself, even if you break an ankle and you don't make, get the $100 million contract, you have – the good, the values that you, you know, follow and you want to really invest in yourself and prove that you are a hundred million dollar player. So I just would not have advised my client to do that. Sure. Cause that's 10% off my, you know, um, commission, but <laughs> that's just me. The point guards, uh, for those curious, this was the point guard roulette and all these guys signed before Schroeder kind of leaving him on the outside looking in Chris Paul, Kyle Lowry, 
Lonzo Ball, Mike Conley, Spencer Dinwiddie, Devontae Graham, and Derrick Rose. Schroeder was the odd man out with uh, after all those guys got their money. Schroeder with the Celtics is going to be interesting because uh, his fit with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, I don't know. I don't know if that's going to be good or not, so we'll see. But uh, the uh, the guy with the multicolored hair playing in Boston is going to be a spectacle. They're not so used to the, uh, the the style that Dennis Schroeder brings, so that'll be fascinating. Maybe he'll be like the well. new Dennis Rodman, except better. Well, how do you be better than Dennis Rodman? I don't know. Dennis Rodman was the best at what he did in the history of the league, I would say. He's the best villain and the best antagonist and the best rebounder. That's true. I love me some Dennis Rodman. I know. I love Dennis Rodman. All right. Two good dozen old sports. Good friend Carolyn joining us here. Nuana's now, 1029 ESPN Missoula. What else you got? Well, I'm really excited because... I'm excited about this, too. Today, uh, we have Sarah Colonna joining us. Her husband is John Ryan. Yep, punter for the Seattle Seahawks, most famously. I uh, played for the Packers a couple years, then was with the Seahawks for a decade, and uh, now currently plays for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders of the Canadian Football League. Well, and that's the most important part about John. Not only that he's, you know, a lovely human and a great football player and, and married to one of my favorite comedians, mm-hmm. but he's Canadian. He's from Regina. And we're basically related then. I mean, <laughs> we're like brother and sister. So the, the, I don't know if people know how this works, but the Canadian Football League has a uh, uh, roster rule where half the players on the roster have to be from Canada. Oh, So I if like you're that. a Canadian that then makes it to the NFL, you will almost always have a roster spot back in Canada. So that's he's sort of in the later years of his career. He's almost 40. Um but because of the roster limit, he'll be able to play in his hometown for a long time. That's awesome. It is cool. So Sarah developed this. I'm going to let Sarah explain it. Sure. But and She's coming up here on the Chicken Doesn't Know Sports here in just a quick minute. We're going to interview her, uh, not live, but sort of live yeah, here on uh, Nuana's Now. Yeah. She developed these bags, handbags. Uh, so I'm a chick who doesn't know sports, but I am a chick who knows handbags. <laughs> right. And I do not want to carry a clear handbag into a football game. You're also concert. a chick that attends sports sometimes, sometimes too. Sometimes, yeah. But, you know, like I don't want to have to deal with that. So she developed these really cool handbags called Clutch Women, and they are stadium compliant. And so we're going to talk to her about it, and she's going to give a few away and offer our listeners a special deal. This is something you need in your life. Uh, Grizz football is right around the corner. Bobcat football right around the corner. And I don't get it. Uh, they're going to explain it to us. I don't know why you have to have the cute, fancy little clutch. But I do understand the functionality of it. I think that one of my buddies is trying to normalize the wearing of fanny packs for men. Uh, it's not cool. But, God, he's always got his wallet, his keys, and his well, cell phone. I don't have any of that stuff. I think we should talk to her about offering <laughs> um, um, clutch men, you know, I mean, and see what I we lose can... my cell phone every weekend. Right, I have exactly. no idea where it's at. I think we should normalize Merce's man purses. Hey, uh, you know, let's do it. Sarah right. Colonna coming up on The Chick Who Doesn't Know Sports. Well, happy now. A extension of one of your favorite segments of Chick Who Doesn't Know Sports. We welcome into the show Sarah Colonna. She is a comedian, a very famous one, according to my good friend Carolyn, and also uh, the husband of John Ryan, the uh, famous, uh, excuse me, the wife. John Ryan would be the husband uh, of John Ryan, the uh, <laughs> former punter for the Seattle Seahawks, currently the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Sarah, thanks so much for joining us. Welcome to Nuanas Now. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I, sometimes I think that I could be considered the husband of the family, so don't worry about it. Well, now that you're rolling in all that trash, 
Um, so we wanted to have you on because with football season starting and uh, we're so excited to have the Grizz and the Cats playing again in the stadium, I wanted people to know about your clutch women bags and I would love for you to tell the story about how you came up with it and, uh, you know, all the good, all the details. Yeah, well, it's um, it really started when I was I was going to a lot of Seahawks games when my when John was on the on the Seahawks and uh, I really disliked the clear bag policy as I think a lot of people do. Um, I get it, but I don't like it. And um, you know, especially you're carrying your feminine products or your whatever. It's just not fun to have to just you know show everything off all over the stadium. And so I decided uh, I know a bag designer and I got together with her because. With the clear bag policy, you can actually have a small clutch as long as it's four by five by six by five. That's not clear. So we got together and designed um, clutches that fit that policy because it is a hard size to find. And, um, you know, so if we make them specifically for that, then we know that they that's the size that they asked for. And we started like... We, we went through a lot of things. We, we, we got their stain resistant, their water resistant, because I was like, I'm standing in the rain at Seahawks games. People stand in the snow at, <laughs> at games, you know. Um, people spill beer, things like that. So I wanted to make them as, as nice as possible and something that'll last so that you don't always have to like, buy a new clutch every time you go to a game. So these are nice bags that will last and be stylish. And then we decided... Um, I wanted to do some sort of fun writing on the inside and a kind of a play on the word clutch. So on the inside, there's little words that remind you why you're a clutch woman, like you're strong, you're powerful, you're fearless. And um, just to put a nice kind of, you know, fun, fun thing with it and, and make them just really geared towards women that love sports and um, want to have something cute to carry. And now we're sort of in the times where those that kill that spills over into concerts and um, even some comedy clubs I perform in are requiring these bags that size. So I really found lately, I we started making um, colors with team colors and the ones that we could find in the material since it's specific. And we, we still have those and those do really well too. But right now I, I've noticed a lot of, a lot more of the solid black or the solid blue selling because people realize that, okay, now I can also take these two concert events and they also just go with really any gear. So, um, you know, we have a good variety in that way of, of, of a few great team colors. And then also these, these solid black or blue for people that just want, you know, to look good with their gear and then also use it for other things. Sarah Colonna joining us here on Nuanas Now. So, Sarah, um, I was noticing, I, you mentioned the colors, and I had told my friend whose daughter goes to Ole Miss about them, and she was checking them out, and she's already planning to order the blue and red. And then her son goes to University of Arizona, so like it works for her, both kids' college, so she's super excited. I'm excited to take mine to Guns N' Roses on Friday. I mean, I don't want to brag, yeah. but Guns N' Roses yes. will be in Missoula, and brag. it's kind of a big deal. So I'm pretty pumped, So because um, you know that's going to be a rowdy crowd, and I feel like this purse is going to... Um, totally survive that night so tell us where we can find them <laughs> and uh, I know you were going to offer something to our listeners in terms of some giveaways and a promotional code so can you tell us a little bit about that yeah so you can find them at clutchwomen.com and um, as you said there's you know I've, I've also found that some colors that we have for like the Green Bay Packers all of a sudden that goes with Oakland Athletics who also started having that this year and uh, different college teams and so there's a lot of variety in the way people can use the different colors we already have for sure um 
And uh, yes, a, a promo code for your listeners, Missoula20, all caps, uh, just the number 20. So M-I-S-S-O-U-L-A and then two zero for 20% off any of them. And um, that will just be wide open for, I, I won't put an end date on it. So anytime you guys listen to this, you can go use that code and get 20% off. Ladies, I know you're interested. Gentlemen, I know your ladies will be interested, so this could be a great uh, gift for them. I have the question of the day, though. What do you guys keep in these things? Because I feel like every time I've ever gone to a game with my mom, she's got everything. Kleenex, snacks, chapstick, <laughs> sunscreen, everything in the world fits in these little things. What's your go-tos on game day? What sort of stuff do you keep in there? Uh, you know, the basics, there's a little pocket for, for credit cards and cash, which is good. And then um, I do basically my phone, my chapstick, uh, you know, keys, sunglasses. I've been known to actually, I've stuff arm warmers in there. Uh, you can get, you can, you'd be surprised what you can get in a small bag when that's, when that's all they'll let you carry in. And Coulter, you don't understand, but sometimes women have to carry some things. <laughs> sure. And they don't want everyone to see it, yeah. if you know what I'm saying. So, you. you know, just be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Those are those are always in there as well. Yeah. Um, and that's, like I said, literally one of the reasons that inspired me to come up with something. And also, you know, we, we I want to carry something cute. I don't want to carry a Ziploc bag around. And... Note um, that these also can be uh, worn on your crossbody, your shoulder, or on your waist. There's a little sleeve on the back of the purse, and you can pull the strap through it, and you can wear it on your waist as a modern fanny pack, if you will, (laughs) so that you can go hands-free, which is also one of my favorite ways to wear it at a game. Well, I got a couple buddies. This is their new thing. You take a, a, a nighttime flight to Vegas, and then you take the daytime one back the next day, so you don't ever actually sleep or stay the night, and all you bring is your fanny pack. So I got this brigade of men that go on planes <laughs> with fanny packs. They're trying to normalize the fanny pack. So maybe you have a distinct male audience here, too, if you can turn this thing into a little fanny pack as well. Hey, you know what? I say go for it. It's it's It can be used for anyone can use it, and rock those fanny packs to Vegas. Guys, I got you. I mean, I lose my wallet at least once a week, so this is actually a great idea. Sarah Colonna joining us. Missoula <laughs> 20 is the code. Go check it out. Grizz open up their home portion of their season on September 11th, as do the Bobcats. I know there's going to be tens of thousands of people attending these events. Do yourself a favor, especially if you are not into the clear bag. Get yourself one of these awesome clutches because uh, it'll serve you well for quite some time. Sarah, great idea, first and foremost, but also thanks so much for joining us. This has been fun, and uh, we're happy to promote your product, but thanks so much for being with us here on ESPN Missoula. Absolutely. I appreciate you guys having me. Thank you. So there you go. Sarah Colone. The code one more time, Missoula20. You can go to clutchwomen.com. Ladies, this sounds ideal for your football game attending experience. Men, this sounds like an ideal present for your lady or your wife or daughter or sister or I don't know. I might buy these from every woman in my family. Spoiler alert, ladies, you might be, uh, you already might already know what you're getting for Christmas, but uh, sounds pretty darn slick for uh, anybody that wants to attend football games and isn't so necessarily into the clear bag policy, check out clutchwomen.com and uh, enter the code Missoula20. Check who doesn't know sports. Our good friend Carolyn here on Nuanas now. Appreciate her for swinging by and giving us her 
wardrobe analysis and uh, everything else in between. Always funny and fun to catch up with Carolyn. Speaking of somebody that is funny really actually without trying to be. I just find him so funny because he's so consistent in who he is. And uh, somebody that's always fun catching up with, that's Bobby Houck, University of Montana head coach. He will join us here on Nuanas Now. Right after this, keep it right here on 1029 ESPN Missoula. Sports Bet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sports Bet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sports Bet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sports Bet Montana location or by using the Sports Bet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sports Bet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sports Bet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sports Bet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. What up, Montana? Hope you're having an outstanding Thursday. Thanks so much for spending some time with us. All sorts of guests on the show today. This is a wide uh, swath that we are covering here on Nuanas Now. We've uh, we've talked everything from Bobcat football to uh, the Celtic games to men's amateur golf around the state of Montana to uh, the Battle of the Bulge <laughs> and... Uh, Given, uh, and uh, also talked about some handbags, specifically from Sarah Colonna of Clutch Women. Uh, she has designed a handbag perfect for your football stadium experience. And on that note, just heard from Sarah via Carolyn. And she liked uh, being on ESPN Radio so much, she enjoyed it so much, that she wants to give you one of these clutches. These clutches are they're awesome. They're really nice. They're really fashionable. They're stylish. I think that any lady out there would really enjoy them. And a man, too. I mean, if you want one, men, go right ahead. You can keep it for yourself. Give it to your girl. Do whatever you want with it. But she wants to give one away. So, one lucky winner. Right now, this is easy. 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. You want a clutch that is perfect for your game day experience. Valued at retail over $100. You want one of these, I promise. Caller number 2-888-1029. That's 888-1029. Give us a call right now, and we will get you a clutch women's purse, or I guess a clutch women's clutch, as it were, of your desired choice. Speaking of football, the University of Montana opens up their season September 4th in Seattle against the University of Washington. Huskies should be pretty darn good this year. They came in at number 21 in the preseason poll I know that's not quite uh, where they were um, the last time the Grizzlies played them, but the last time the Grizzlies played in Seattle, you're talking about a team that had Jake Browning at quarterback, who was one of the better quarterbacks in all of college football. Dante Pettis, the all-time leading uh, punt returner in the history of college football, more punt return touchdowns than anyone in Division I history, and the guy that went on to the NFL, uh, he's also a receiver on that team. 
Uh, you had guys like Vita Vea and Greg Jenkins, uh, Buda Baker on the defense, uh, Will Disley, Montana's finest, who's now a tight end for the Seattle Seahawks out of Bozeman, was on that UW team. That team was stacked. This UW team, not quite that level, but they're still going to be pretty dang good. They will have some NFL guys, so a tall task awaits Montana in Seattle on September 4th. But between now and then, I know this is one of Bobby Houck's favorite times of the year. Coach Houck loves the developmental uh, nature of this time of year. I think that for Bobby Houck's system to work to its maximum efficiency, guys knowing the demands, the uh, expectations, but also knowing how to practice. It sounds so simple, but just knowing how to practice is a big deal. Uh, And... Because you can get so much more work done if everybody knows what they're expected to do each and every day. That's what I see when I watch Montana right now. And I think that that's what you can see in Bobby Houck. He's got a little pep in his step. He has not been doing his uh, jogs from uh, the Adams Center to uh, Doran Blizzard. He's been doing walking, biking sometimes, but he said his knee has been bugging him. I'm sorry, Bobby, if I'm telling people <laughs> too much about uh, your knee, but I always thought it was great that he would jog to and from practice as a sort of act of solidarity with his players. They ride the bus to and from practice, and uh, Bobby would always get his daily run in, so I always thought that was cool, uh, but hasn't been doing as much this year. But regardless, Bobby uh, has a little bit of confidence about him, a lot of confidence about him, I will say, about this team. I think that Coach Houck knows what he's got in his hands. I think he has, he and his staff have done a tremendous job of rebuilding the roster, filling in the holes, and I don't think they have any holes. And you talk about a team that's uh, on the same page, ready to get better every day, efficient in the way that they prepare and practice, and is led by a coaching staff with more than 260 years of cumulative coaching experience. It's a pretty good formula. So I expect Montana, if they can continue this momentum and continue to improve, to be very, very good this fall. And I think that everybody internally agrees. A couple themes from this conversation today... And by the way, we will be having Bobby Houck join us at least once a week throughout the fall, and uh, maybe even more this time of year. I'm going to try to get him every day I can, just because uh, he does pre-practice interviews at 2.30, uh, and I can swing that. I can get down there, so we'll try to bring you Bobby Houck as much as we can during the month of August, but stay tuned. We will have a, a weekly segment with Coach Houck throughout the football season, and uh, we have a, a new sponsor for that, which I will uh, – they're not doing their – rebranding and their rollout until September 1 either. So we'll keep that one under our hats for just a moment, but excited to have another great local supporter, great local business here in Missoula, tied here to us at Nuanas now. But Coach Alk, uh, these interviews, uh, I usually try to get my questions in at the beginning, but then there's also a couple other reporters usually there. And so today, uh, this is interviews actually from yesterday afternoon, but it was myself and Frank Gogol of the Missoulian. So Frank's doing a great job covering the Grizz beat the Missoulian. Uh, he's an awesome sports writer. He's efficient. Uh, he is uh, He's a wordsmith, man. He's, he's doing a good job. I read the paper all the time still, and Frank's doing a great job. But uh, his main theme for the day, FBS transfers, guys, that uh, joined the program, particularly along the line. Montana does have a fair amount of transfers on its offensive line. Cordell Palanz, uh, Moses Mallory, both junior college guys. You got Dylan Cook. Uh, who was a transfer up, basically, from Montana State Northern, where he was actually playing quarterback. He's a Butte native. Then you got Hunter Magnus, the transfer from uh, Washington State, the newest guy uh, to the fold on the offensive line. But Montana's defensive line has some transfers on it as well. Justin Belknap from Arizona. 
a graduate transfer, and then Joe Babros, who's been in the program for a couple years now, but he was an NC State transfer once upon a time. But Frank was basically digging for, and then they have Deary Todd coming over from Michigan State, who's new to the team uh, as of this fall camp. But Frank clearly doing a story on the FBS transfers. I was going to look forward to that. But I was also talking with Coach Houck just about putting the pads on, evaluating with and without pads, and about some of the young guys and young position groups on this Grizz football team. Here's Bobby Houck, head coach for the Montana Grizzlies from yesterday. That's Wednesday, August 11th. Well, Coach, when I first walked in, uh, just exchanged some hellos with Justin Green. He said, hey, here's the day that we start to find out about some of these guys with the pads on. So what what sort of expectations do you have uh, when people do put the pads on? What, what sort of differences do you hope to see? Yeah, you know, at certain positions, it's hard to practice and get much out of non-padded work, even though I think our guys do a pretty good job of it. <clears throat> so we, we expect... Uh, we expect it to be physical when we got the pads on, and I'm sure it'll be a good day. Line play, is it easier to evaluate? Is that a specific group where offensive-defensive line, that exchange is just easier when they have pads on? Yeah, I think I think it's hardest on the offensive linemen of all the position groups, then the running backs and the linebackers. Uh, so it, it'll be... Uh, you know, it'll be a good day for the O-line to get going. Speaking of running backs, I know Marcus Knight's injury leaves uh, an opening there, but it seems like you got a lot of bodies there. So how would you evaluate that group, and, and what have you thought of some of the guys sort of embracing an elevated opportunity? Yeah, kind of what I mentioned just a second ago is it's hard to evaluate those guys non-padded. So we'll watch them today and see how we do. Is anything surprising? I think, they're, you know, they've been assignment-wise, they've been good so yeah. far. It seems like assignment-wise, everything looks pretty darn sharp and good. But what has your impressions been just overall these first couple days? Well, I'll reiterate what you said. Our assignment-wise, we've been good. Um, effort level, speed of play have been good. And, uh, you know, it's it's fun to coach a team that knows how to practice. Talking to Robbie the other day, he's very excited about the cornerbacks. And th- that was a group that sort of flashed to me. So um, I know you put a priority on it, but what do you like about the additions you've made to that group and maybe some of the progress some of the guys that had, ex- had been in that group have made as well well they're they're uh they're guys that uh are natural corners for the most part uh, they have pretty good frames most of them they're long-armed have good speed and uh two men they're pretty willing tacklers so that, that's a good thing how much of a priority did you guys want to put on that, and how much can it change your defense? I mean, do, do you expect the defense to change, given the fact that you do have guys that can play uh, more man-to-man, be out on an island a little bit more? Uh, we, 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 we're pretty stubborn with just doing that regardless. So um, I don't, we won't change a bunch. But you know, better play at any position is going to make you better. And uh, I'm hoping that, you know, I'm hoping that we can be consistent out of corner. You talked about some of the FBS transfers yesterday, but Diari Todd on the defensive line for Michigan State. What did you guys like about him that you wanted to bring him in? Uh, he's big. He's got good athletic ability. Uh, and he's a good kid. And, and when you go about deciding to bring in FBS transfers, what are the biggest considerations with that? Uh, they've got good film, and they're good guys. And when you bring those type of guys in from the FBS level, how, how much of them being contributors right away is factors into the decision or, or is something you expect out of them? Uh, probably depends how old they are, you know. If they're freshmen, hopefully they aren't going to contribute much, just like our freshmen, you know, or else we, or else we need to recruit better. Um, <clears throat> but if they're an older guy, it's no different than junior college. I mean, any, time, any, any transfer of any sort 
you bring in because you hope they can contribute. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. Has your theories on bringing in transfers changed much over the years? Yeah, it has. I think with the the way of the world in college football and with the NCAA is, has uh, mandated that one-time transfer is legal, I think everybody's in that world. I mean, there, there are schools that recruited – there are Division One schools that recruited no high school players this year. Is that a good or bad thing for the state of college football? I think it's horrible. I think so, too. Yeah. <laughs> Are, are there specific positions that are easiest for a player to tra- a specific position for a player to transfer in and be able to make an impact right away? You mean just ac- across the board in football? Is it like say running back, O line, or D line? Uh, no, I think it's all based on depth, and that's that's why you bring guys in. I don't I don't think any position's easier one way or the other. I do think that there are certain positions where it's easier for young guys to play. That's not the question. Speaking of a young guy who's not actually that young, Cole Grossman has sort of a unique roster situation, being that he got to gray shirt, red shirt, COVID shirt. He's really flashed early. So what, what do you like about his talents? Well, you know, we've been in no pads for two days. Uh, but Cole's done a good job. He's a hard worker. Um, he, you know, he's a good athlete, and he's done some good things. Today's his day. we got pads on that tight end group overall, yeah. What do you hope they bring this camp, or what? Do you, how, how, how much progress do you think they need to make before the opener? Uh, well, it's probably our one of our younger groups, but they've got ability. Um, I think you know from Cole, as you mentioned, through that group, we've got more ability athletically than we've had by a large margin. So we're hoping that shows up, and then the physical maturity's got to got to come. As you've been building the offensive line over the past couple of years, what are the considerations between bringing in transfers versus spending time developing guys for to start? Uh, offensive line specifically? Yeah. Well, offensive linemen, as I mentioned yesterday, are hard to find. So if you can get one, you better get them. Doesn't matter how old he is. <laughs> and they aren't just walking around. You can't pluck them off the street. They're not around. What, where have you seen the biggest growth in the O-line since you came back here? Uh, well, I mean, numbers. I think when we started our first game, we had three true O-linemen. So that's, that's you know, we've got, a, we've got numbers there. Uh, I think our stature and our strength has grown, specifically uh, the last 10 months. And, uh, you know, they're just, we're just more mature, and we've got, we've got more guys in that room. Chad Germer has been a guy that you've worked with a lot over your career. So what gives you the trust you have in Chad, and what do you think of the job he's done sort of helping rebuild that unit? Yeah, Chad's a great, great coach and veteran. He's, uh, you know, he's just a very detailed technician, and he's, he's going to demand uh, technique. It's a technique position, and he just does a great job with those guys reinforcing their technique to them on a daily basis and, and they have a great understanding where their feet and hands and what the play is trying to do. So you go Bobby Houck, University of Montana head football coach here on Nuanez Now, 1029 ESPN Missoula, as well as SWX Montana Television. One more break to get to, then we're going to tell you a little bit more about the local TV schedule throughout the Big Sky Conference, particularly when it comes to Grizz and Bobcat football games on TV, especially with our great partners at ABC Fox Montana and SWX Montana Television. 
more on how to watch the Grizz and the Bobcats this year on television after this. Keep it right here, 1029 ESPN Missoula. The world may have slowed down, but it didn't stop. If you're back on the road and traveling to Missoula, we invite you to give Missoula's Wingate a try. We love our regular corporate guests and offer fantastic service, great year-round rates, and clean and comfortable rooms that will keep you coming back. While you're here, you can rack up the Wyndham Rewards points for free nights or airline miles. And starting in July, you can release some steam in our newly expanded fitness room. The team at Missoula's Wingate would love to make you feel at home ESPN Radio Missoula. Happy Thursday, everybody. Hope you're having an outstanding evening. Thanks so much for spending some time with us. It's Nuanas Now, 1029 ESPN Missoula. Maybe you're watching SWX Montana Television. Maybe you're on the YouTube. Head on over, subscribe to our YouTube. We're going to be giving you some sweet prizes over there throughout the fall. So go over there. It's a good, good place to be. It's a great platform to stream this show on as well. You also find everything on our station website, including our podcast. You miss anything in the show? What a variety of guests that we had on the show today. We heard from uh, Freddie Banks, Montana State Defensive Coordinator, talking about the scheme change for the Bobcats. We also heard from Garrett Middleton from the Bitterroot Celtic Games and Gathering at the Daily Mansion next weekend. A great uh, event with... All sorts of cool and unorthodox Scottish-style old-school sports for you to watch. And also some food and some drinks and some Irish dancing and some bagpipes and a whole bunch of other awesome things for you and your family. We also heard from Joey Lowell, recent winner of the Montana State Men's Amateur Golf Tournament here in Missoula, Canyon River. 19 under over three days. Impressive. 66, 65, 66 to take down Joey Moore, who's of Billings, but currently golfs at San Diego State. So an impressive victory by Joey Lovell. Caught up with him about that to wrap up hour number one. Hour number two, our good friend Carolyn swung by, and she brought her good friend, Sarah Colonna. Sarah, the founder of Clutch Women, which is a uh, clutch company designing clutches for um, women to go to sporting events, specifically football games. And we gave one away. We're going to give a couple more away throughout the rest of the week and into uh, the football season. So stay tuned for that. But appreciate Carolyn bringing Sarah along for the ride. And then we heard from Bobby Houck, Montana head football coach. Missed anything in today's show? It's available on the podcast. N-U-A-N-E-Z will get you there. It's available on all your podcast hosting platforms. Please go check it out. Rate, review, subscribe, all that good stuff. Five stars preferred. Podcast is proudly presented by Blackfoot Communications. The win game at Wyndham Hotel and Sports Bet Montana. Can hardly wait for some Guns N' Roses, Axl Rose. I mean, November Rain was one of the first music videos I ever watched in my life. Welcome to the Jungle remains one of my favorite pre-football game songs. I mean, we heard it throughout my whole life at Washington Grizzly Stadium when I was a kid. And now 
I get to see Guns N' Roses live at Washington Grizzly Stadium. Got some intel. I know a guy who was at the show in Fargo, Fargo, North Dakota, that is, last night, and he said, PSA to all Grizz football fans and those around Missoula and all of Montana. If you want to have an unbelievable time, go to Guns N' Roses tomorrow at Washington Grizz. Axel and Slash were off the charts good last night in Fargo, exclamation point. So uh, expecting a raucous and fun evening tomorrow. If you're heading down to the show, come hang out with us. 2 to 6 p.m. we'll be at the Chamber of Commerce parking lot. 105.9 Jack FM will be doing a remote broadcast from down there starting at 2. And then I'll be live with my good buddy, my main man, Rajim Seabrook from 4 to 6. Nuana is now coming to you live from the Chamber of Commerce parking lot tomorrow so be sure to come hang out with us. Can't wait to preview uh, the Guns N' Roses show. We got a pair of Guns N' Roses tickets to give away for Jack FM and ESPN combined. So please come on down, hang out with us, and uh, come on say hi because I can't wait for this show. And if you're going, I want to see you. And if you want to go, maybe you have an opportunity to win. So swing on down to the Chamber of Commerce parking lot tomorrow. Come hang out with us. Nuana is now live. From the pre-show, Guns N' Roses. Can't wait for that show. Uh, been a long time coming. Been to concerts each of the last two Fridays. This will make it three in a row. So happy that we're back in order. Tomorrow, Rajin will be with us. We'll also share some more sound from Bobby Houck. Uh, also going to talk some NFL division by division. And, uh, of course, probably talk a little bit of fantasy football as well because those things are coming up. I got two drafts on the horizon. So very much looking forward to that as well. We'll be back at it. Guns N' Roses pre-show, Nuana's now, 4 p.m. tomorrow. In the meantime, you have yourself a tremendous evening, and be good. Blackfoot Communications is actively supporting the communities we serve across Montana and Idaho. We are installing hundreds of miles of fiber in our service territories, increasing the broadband experience in our rural communities. We are delivering remote workforce solutions for our business communities. We are creating new, innovative solutions for our local entrepreneurs and enterprise organizations. Learn how your company can benefit. Call today at 541-5000 or go to blackfootbusiness.com. Blackfoot Communications. Connect to more. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia when you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore. You can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.